From the American College of Financial Services, it's time for NextGen in 10. I'm Ross Riskin, chair of the NextGen Advisory Task Force, and for the next 10 minutes, you'll be joined by our hosts and guests discussing topics relevant to up-and-coming financial advisors. Hey all, it's Alana Phillips here with NextGen in 10, and today we have Mac Gardner, CFP, and founder and chief education officer of FinLit Tech. Uh, Mac, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Alana. Pleasure to be here. You have all kinds of cool titles on your LinkedIn, you know, minus this FinLick tech stuff that we're talking about, author, financial literacy evangelist. So I am very excited to talk about this. This episode should be coming out in April, which is Financial Literacy Month. A very, very important topic I know to you, definitely to me and to the college. Can we first define, Mac, just some of those things that you're doing, right? What does that mean? Your chief education officer role, this evangelist role. Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure, sure, sure. So my first book, Alana, was titled Motivate Your Money, right? I wrote that. I Mm -hmm. had my wealth management practice in Houston. It took me about four years. I had all these Mac nuggets, these little little ways that I break down things for for folks to understand because financial advisory, financial services industry can be very complex, lots of jargon. And so I found that when I simplified things for my clients, it was easy to understand. And the other thing too, that was kind of alarming was I was working with very wealthy people that didn't really have a lot of financial education or financial planning experience and exposure. And so I wrote my first book to really help my clients understand their process, their financial life journey, as I like to call it. One of my clients came to me and said, hey, Mac, I love the Mac Nuggets. I love Motivate Your Money. Would you be open to writing something or creating something for kids? And so that's how the four money bears came to be. So mm-hmm. that book was written to really as a fun and entertaining way for parents with young kids to start the conversation about money. I love it. So can we get like a, a small little order of these Mac nuggets? Like, can you throw one of those out there for us? What is it? What is it? Sure. Like? So, so like one of them that I love is, you know, I tell people you can't eat tomorrow what you didn't plant yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it comes to your finances, you got to start early. You got to start saving early. You have to start investing early, which is one of the reasons why we're doing a bunch of research for the Full Money Bears book. And there's a fascinating study, a Cambridge study that says that a child's connectivity with money starts by age seven, sometimes as early as age five. Mm-hmm. So think about that. If a child's connectivity with money starts that early, you know, why aren't we teaching them earlier? in life? You know, why, why do they have to wait till high school, their senior year? And there, there are 23 states that currently offer financial literacy courses by your senior year in high school. But the first habit a child picks up is typically their parents' spending habit. Mm-hmm. And so that usually is hardwired by five, six, seven years old. So that's, that's really why we wrote the Four Money Bears book. And then what that turned into was people saying, hey, Mac, love the book. Great idea. Kids are learning differently. Kids are learning digitally. Have you thought about creating an app? Mm, And so that's how FinLit Tech came to be. Our mission is to build a bridge between financial literacy and financial technology. Because there's tons of tech out there to do stuff with your money. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of tech out there, though, that's helping you learn about your money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we have a, a lot of bridging to do there, especially with kids when you're talking about 
I mean, there's so much, right. That's formed from that very early age that like, we got to figure out, I think how to be in the you know hospital room as these babies are being born and make sure that they're thinking about saving and, you know, their spending habits and that relationship with money. So when you are thinking about those four money bears or explaining them to somebody, like what, what are the four money bears for somebody that doesn't have that book? Can we talk about that? Sure. So my first book, I talk about these five steps to financial success. I was working with these people who, unbeknownst to them, were doing these things over their their lifespan. And then they weren't born rich, but they were able to follow these steps and, and have wealth and be able to retire comfortably and pass on assets to their kids. And so the, the five steps are one, you have to you have to plan accordingly. So you have to have a plan, sort of financial plan. Two, you spend cautiously, right? Underspend. Three, you save diligently. Four, invest wisely. And then five, give generously. So when we were looking at creating this book for kids, we we're like, okay, we need to provide the baseline, right? We need to provide the, 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 the blocking and tackling, to use a football metaphor, when it comes to money. And there's only four things you can do with money. Spend it, save it, invest it, or give it away. So we mm. created these four money bears, spend a bear, save a bear, invest a bear, and give a bear. And the premise of the book is that each bear can do things good and bad with money, but when they realize that they can work together and create this thing called a budget, amazing things happen. And so that's really the, the, the essence of the book is for a parent who probably didn't get this financial literacy education themselves to be able to sit down with their three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 year old child and say, hey, look, here's a story about four beers. Here's the funny thing. The book is literally the story of me teaching my kids yeah. <laughs> about money. Yeah. So in our household, I'm Papa Bear, my wife's Mama Bear, and we call the kids our baby bears. And so yeah. there's some definite parallels there between our real life, how we taught our kids and, and what we thought was a good way for others to teach theirs. Yeah. What a phenomenal metaphor and easy for kids, for adults, you know, to have something to be able to describe something as a bear. We can all understand that. I mean, I'm imagining that there's a, a line of stuffed animals of fender bear, saber bear that you can kind of play with these little bears too. So how do kids respond to this, Mac? I talk about the three R's of your connectivity with money. And amazingly, Lana, this is your connectivity to pretty much anything. The first R is you realize what it is. So a child is given money and they realize, hey, this is money. The second R is you recognize what it does. Okay. Sadly, for most kids, their recognition of the function of money is twofold. They know they can spend it. They know they can save it. So that's typically why when you take the kids to the store and the first place they run off to is a toy aisle and they just want to buy stuff, right? Mm -hmm. We live in a consumer-based economy, totally understand that you need to spend your money to do stuff. But when you're limited to just spending and saving, right, it's hard to enact the third R, which is rationalize, mm. right? So you realize what money is, you recognize what it does, then you start rationalizing how this tool helps you and works in your life. What we're simply trying to do here from an early age is explain to children and expand their minds to say, hey, you actually have four choices. You can spend it, you can save it, you can invest it, or you can give it away. So imagine now that a child realizes, oh, what are these two other options that are hanging out there? Oh, 
what's this investing thing? Imagine now, I, I'm a true believer that all we are in a heart of hearts is a collection of stories. Imagine the stories that are now had in a home when kids start asking about investing or giving, why is giving important? And that's really what we're trying to do. And, and we've been so blessed to have really, really great responses on the book as to how it's helped them kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Mac. Let's pause there and we'll be back in just a minute. Give your clients the retirement security they need with our retirement income certified professional designation. Visit the americancollege.edu slash RICP to learn more. Learn how a goal-based approach redefines 21st century investment with our wealth management certified professional designation. Bring your value to a new level at theamericancollege.edu slash WMCP. And we're back. So you also then, you mentioned the app. What does the app work like or how does that then get in front of children? Sure, sure. The app was a direct response of parents saying, Mac, love the book. The book is great. There's sort of two things that were driving the development of the app. First, when we first published this book, we sent a copy of the book to the state school boards of about 35, 40 states. The process to get a book approved in a public school is mind-numbingly hard. What we did find, though, was that teachers were using tech and teachers were using apps and other resources to teach kids. So I said, oh, okay, possibly lower barrier of entry. That's one. Two, our mission with the Four Money Bears you know, we talk about your BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal. Our BHAG is to have every child in the world learn initially about money through the four money bears. And the best way to do that is through scaling. And the best way to do that is through technology and through things like apps that can get the game into the hands of kids that probably wouldn't be able to get access to it, underlooked, underserved communities. So that's really how the idea of the app came to be. And then we were saying, okay, a response we got from a lot of people was, hey, Mac, I'm glad that you wrote a book that teaches kids what to do with the money once they have it. Can you write a book that teaches kids about how to earn money? <laughs> and so with the app, we're going to be able to help young people or you know, grown folks as well understand what we call both sides of the personal finance fence. They're going to be able to run a berry farm and they're going to learn entrepreneurship. And the other side is the money management through quizzes and quests about what to do with your money. Super fun. It is interesting that earning money conversation. I know with the project that I do with women at the college level, we have that conversation a lot about how do you earn money? What are the ways that can happen? How do you increase that? It's, it's not a conversation that's happening with adults. So it's definitely not happening with kids. Very cool. So how do we find the app, Mac? You can actually download the pre-alpha demo of the app. If you go to our website, www.thefourmoneybears.com you can learn about our Teach Kids Money mission. You can learn about the app, what we're doing with the app, and you can download the demo. And the Kickstarter campaign that we put together uh, was done in order to raise funds for developing the app, as well as raise awareness. April's Financial Literacy Month, and it's a great month to we believe every month should be financial literacy month, but uh, at least if we're going to have one month, we want to be able to put things in place to, to get as much attention. That's why we're doing the Kickstarter and we're looking for a bunch of support and we're looking for a bunch of eyes to, to see and hear our mission. 
Very cool. Well, that's why we're glad to have you on here for our audience to hear about this as well. I heard you reach your goal in six days on the Kickstarter so they can continue to go check that out and support, but congratulations on that. That's really Thank exciting. You. Thank you. We, we have some great supporters out there. I got so emotional when I looked at day six, like we hit our minimum threshold goal already. And my developer partner, Ryan said, yeah, like, okay, well, we got more to go because apps just aren't cheap. Developing these things yeah. are not cheap. And, and the mission that we have is one that's going to be helping a lot of people. So the more we can raise, the better we'll feel. I love it. Well, my final question for you, will we wrap up this part of the segment, Mac? And I know we're going to get a little more into writing a book and, and what that looks like. You know, our industry really has not been focused on this education piece. This is a financial revenue industry, not a financial literacy industry. How can maybe advisors use these tools that you've built? You know, how can they get involved in affecting change in that mission? We were really fortunate a few years ago, somebody put a copy of the Four Money Bears book on the desk of eMoney leadership. And they reached out and said, Mac, we love what you're doing. The mission is something that, you know, their mission is helping people talk about money and we're trying to do the same thing. And so worked with eMoney to help develop materials, content to show advisors that financial education can be a very core part of your practice, giving back to the community, helping not just the person that's sitting in front of you in that chair or, or that couple, but the folks that are surrounding them can be extremely impactful. It may take some time, but if you plant those seeds, again, you can't eat tomorrow what you didn't plant yesterday. If you plant those seeds, neat things will happen. But then we found something else out that was pretty cool, Lana. Advisors started buying the Four Money Bears book to give to clients with young kids. Cool. And they did it as a way to one, give back. I heard a great line, that's another Mac Nugget. If you take care of a client, they're thankful. If you take care of their child, they're forever grateful, mm -hmm. right? So we have advisors across the country, actually around the world. Our book sells in Canada, Germany, France, Italy. It, it sells around the world, which is mind blowing to me. But advisors are using the books to give back to their clients and from a business perspective, make that connection with the next generation. Critical components to continuing that financial literacy mission too and, and educating next generation. So thank you, Mac, for being willing to share all of that with us, especially during financial literacy month, but every month. Thank you, Alana. The journey continues. For more episodes, visit our website at theamericancollege.edu slash podcasts. This has been Next Gen in 10, brought to you by the American College of Financial Services.